Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. We come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, you folks are in trouble now because I took some time off. I went on a vacation that was just to die for. We went all the way up to uh, in Utah and uh, up into Jackson Hole, Wyoming and up into Hamilton, Montana to see our friends and we saw the animals and we just saw nature and the glory of God was everywhere. It was just a beautiful, beautiful trip and uh, certainly one that I needed to be refreshed. But it also gave me a lot of time to reflect and to think about things. One of the things that uh, for those of you that don't normally follow the show, I probably ought to back up a little bit. The show is called Exploited Crimes and Technology. It is brought to you by an organization called Million Kids. Million Kids is a local organization. We actually started in 2008. A lot of people think I'm the founder of, of Million Kids, but I absolutely am not. That, uh, that nonprofit organization was actually started by my pastor, Carrie Decker. And uh, Carrie had a vision because he was working with an organization called Rafa International, or Rafa House, and they were working out of Cambodia. Since then, they're working Cambodia, Thailand, and Haiti. Haiti is a bit challenging for them. But anyway, Million Kids was actually formed with the idea of building businesses out of Cambodia so that when the girls went through the safe house after they were rescued from sex trafficking, that they would have a way to make a living. They would have skills, they would have equipment, they could go back home and and set up businesses and like that. And that is when I first met Kerry Decker. And uh, he asked me, I was new to his church at the time, it was a different church. And uh, he asked me if I would kind of come along with him. And I joined the board of Rafa International. And people ask, how did you get started in human trafficking? Well, that was just it. You know, I have three million frequent flyer miles. I've traveled all over the world in my work uh, in international marketing. And so when I had an opportunity to get involved with Cambodia, it seemed like a natural thing to do. And for 10 years, I served on their board. I'm no longer there because I'm trying to cut back some of the stuff that I've gotten myself into. But uh, anyway, it was an exciting thing uh, to use that overseas. And in 2010, our organization was uh, really focused internationally. When I met Aaron Wolf, who was with the Riverside County Sheriff Department, and they were starting the Human Trafficking Task Force in Riverside County. Now, I never intended to take you on this journey, but since I'm on a roll here, we'll, we'll keep at it for a little bit because maybe it will help you in understanding my perspective of some of what I want to share with you. So in 2010, nobody knew what human trafficking was, including me. I mean, I knew what it was in Cambodia, but not in the United States. Somehow we just thought, you know, that that didn't happen here. And uh, I began doing lots of research and taking calls and Aaron was working undercover and we were starting to explore when in 2012 we had our first case where a beautiful young lady, a wonderful young lady who normally would never have been in trouble, met another girl, 60% of girls recruited into sex trafficking, 
are recruited by another girl. In this case, it was a girl that belonged to the Crips gang out of L.A., and they have brought that young lady out to one of our schools where she was placed in our school for the sole purpose of recruiting naive young girls into sex trafficking. And she succeeded. And in the first case that we had, she was actually disappeared and she was gone for nine months. And I met her family. I know her family. I know her story. Now we hope that we can certainly recover people a lot faster than that. But in those days, it never would occur to us that this would actually take place, that a, a naive young girl could be recruited in a high school and then taken off for forced prostitution over in the L.A. area. Ultimately, our guys discovered her over in L.A. and Long Beach Boulevard being controlled by a gang of pimps. And uh, they rescued her and six other girls. And that was the beginning of the journey of million kids in the fight for human trafficking. And I never would have believed it. I met her parent, parents, uh, her grandparents. They loved her. She came from a good home. She's brilliant, smart young lady. Uh, she has recovered, by the way. She's moved on with her life and uh, like that, but she uh, she had a very strong family that put their arms around her. Well, of course, that was just the beginning. Uh, in those days, it was Chief uh, Sergio Diaz was the uh, chief of police in Riverside County, or excuse me, Riverside City, and he had me start training in schools. And Riverside County is one of the first counties in all the United States that has been training in schools about human trafficking from way back when we are so far ahead of most other counties across the United States because of that one particular case and because of the various sheriffs that have served over the years and their commitment to a human trafficking task force. Well, one of the other things that really made it special so that you know is that in 2012, Aaron and, and his sergeants all applied for a grant. And they got it from the Department of Justice. And that changed everything to get some real live funding. It was a couple million bucks. And it really allowed Riverside County to build a human trafficking task force. Since then, we have had that uh, two more grants provided to us. So three grants over the last 10 years from the Department of Justice. That is unheard of across the United States. But a lot of this is because we have a very strong leadership and a good understanding of the problem. So we're very, very fortunate in Riverside County to have had the funding and had the leadership to make all of this happen. And I've been um, one of the consistent players in this over the last 10 years, actually going on 12 years now. Early in the, the decade, along about 2011 and 12, as Kerry saw this sign uh, working and uh, beginning to focus here locally, he had made some changes in his life. And so he ended up signing over the million kids to us. And he has been a great supporter of ours over the time. I share that with you because over the last 12 years, I have seen a lot in Riverside County 
when it's related to human trafficking. You know, we hear all of these talks. Now everybody everywhere seems to be talking about it. And some of it's accurate and some of it's not. Some of it seems a bit exaggerated and a lot of it is underplayed. But it's important to me that when we deal with a subject like human exploitation, that we deal with the facts, that we don't make it melodramatic, but that we understand how it works so that, number one, we can set up services for those people that are victims of it, and also that we can go out and do a lot of prevention and intervention work, which is the work that I've done with me and kids over the last 10 years. I want our young people and their parents and their teachers to understand how it happens. It isn't like most people think. It, a lot of people think, well, they just come along and kidnap you off the street. That almost never happens. It starts as a relationship and it'll often start quite young. 13, 14, 15 years old are the magic numbers in there. And they meet another girl that they really like or they meet a guy and they fall in love. And a lot of this is taking place online. Uh, Almost all of your uh, sexual exploitation crimes have the primary component of online social media interaction. And that is how they will meet the people. That's how they groom the people. That's how they control and manipulate the people. That's how they exploit them. And that's how that they will make sure that they go in and basically take over their lives. And so it's very, very important for all of us, especially parents and myself, to understand the methods they use and who they pick on and what they do and how to be able to prepare our children so that they don't become victims. This is especially important to me because of the fact that there are changes coming down in California law that is going to make it very, very difficult for law enforcement to protect your child against sex trafficking. With that, we're up against a break, folks. So I'm going to ask you to stay with us a little bit, and we will be right back. Listen up, folks. You no longer have to drive out of the IE for a great restaurant experience. The Toasted Barrel, an upscale casual steakhouse located in Corona, has been winning award after award for their great diverse menu, service, ambience, wine, and cocktails. Customers call the barrel the perfect date night. Inland Empire Magazine has awarded them best restaurant four years in a row. Wine Spectator recognized the Toasted Barrel's wine program for their award of excellence. Toasted Barrel is famous for their certified Angus beef, prime, wagyu, and Kobe steaks, and they have some of the best pasta and seafood around. With happy hour and daily specials every day of the week, their appetizers and drink selections are the best around. Live music starts every Friday and Saturday at 5.30. Planning a dinner party, wedding rehearsal, family gathering, or holiday party? Look up Toasted Barrel online and make your reservation today. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www 
www.loveminkids.org. It's $16. I'll sign it and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, Educate Yourself About How to Keep Our Kids Safe in This Day of Changing Technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton and we are talking about the journey of combating human trafficking right here in Riverside County and where it's about to go and more important, what you can do in this situation to protect your kids and your grandkids. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to come down to that. It is really, it will start at home from here on out. Everything changed over the last two weeks, which is why I decided that I was going to go away and regroup. What has been happening over the last year and a half is we have been combating a law called SB 357. It is called the California Safer Streets Act. I can't even say that with a straight face, quite frankly. It is considered to be a human trafficking bill. That's even harder to say with a straight face. Uh, And when Governor Newsom signed it, which he did two weeks ago last week, uh, two weeks ago on a Friday, he said, now this will not legalize street prostitution. When they tell you that a bill will not, you better believe it's going to do everything they're telling you that it won't, because that nothing could be further from the truth in this case. And quite frankly, I've had a lot of time to reflect. I, I you know, this changes everything. It's a game changer. Basically, SB 357 rewrote the penal code when it came to loitering for the purposes of street prostitution. And so what it did is basically say that law enforcement can no longer intervene. And so think about what is about to happen, folks. I mean, it just it just got signed and it is getting a lot of publicity yet, but we are on our way. And in this case, what what has happened is it's it doesn't define whether you're buying or selling prostitution. uh, But what it does say is law enforcement can't intervene. So I look at this bill and I understood it from the get go. I mean, I've spent the last year of my life fighting this and uh, we have lost that battle. By the way, many of you sent money and I appreciate that the fact that you did that. We tried to use it wisely. We tried to educate the public. We slammed Capitol Hill with all kinds of uh, objections to it. But quite frankly, uh, Senator Weiner does not value your opinion. He was on a mission to get this thing through. It is a bill that is created and sponsored by the ACLU. And so I want you to just kind of think a minute about where our world is going. And then I'm going to take it back home with you a bit to talk about how to prepare your children to live in that world, because we cannot give up just because this happened. 
Uh, it is not like human trafficking is suddenly going to go away. It isn't. It is going to get a whole lot worse. And I'm going to say that with no apology whatsoever. We knew it. We understood it. We tried to convince the people at Capitol Hill, and they are not open to listening. And so what has happened in this bill, basically, it says that if you're an adult, that you can you know, solicit for prostitution anywhere in the state of California, and nobody can intervene. Now, they they said this because they were saying that law enforcement needs to uh, stop picking on women of color. Well, you know, if that's happening and there are times that it happens, but there are other times that absolutely law enforcement does everything they can to to protect that woman. So the law is designed to protect the girl on the street from law enforcement. But there is no law to protect the girl on the street from the pimp. And what you're about to see is massive amounts of sex selling taking place within the state of California. And your children are going to see it. You see, there are no limitations on that law. And so if they want to solicit in front of a school, they can. If they want to hang out in front of your business and solicit, they can. If they want to hang out in front of your home and your neighborhood, they can. If they want to pick on homeless people and say, hey, you want to pick up 20 bucks, do this, they can. And that law is written in that way. I will take it a step further. And you can mark my words on this. I believe it with all my heart. And I thought about not saying this on the radio, but I'm going to go for it because I want you to understand. There is an entire industry within California where people from China, Thailand, Taiwan, uh, Vietnam are brought in and they are brought in legally with work visas or student visas and are put out into massage partners and other places for forced sex. Those victims do not get the money they earn. They don't get to keep it. I can give you five different cases over the last two years here in the Inland Empire where large scale foreign national ranks were making literally 15, 20 million dollars from sex buying and the abuse of those women in our county. And that money is being laundered right back to China. So it isn't going to be used here locally. And the person who's being abused is not going to get it. And there's nothing in that bill to protect them, quite frankly. So our society is about to change what we see. And, you know, think about those homeless people out there. You want to earn 20 bucks. This is how it'll go. And they're already in a position of vulnerability. And now they're going to become even more vulnerable with no ability for law enforcement to intervene. So as you might imagine, I decided I wanted to take a vacation and think this out. One of the places that I landed at after a lot of time and prayer and thought about, you know, what is the mission of Million Kids? What do we do? How do we keep our kids from getting into this? Because think about what's happening right now. They already do a TikTok video, an OnlyFans video, a Pornhub video. And they're already making some money doing that. And now they see people supposedly making money on the street. And so how do we convince them that this is not a life that's going to lead somewhere good for them? 
You see, if I'm not against a person being an adult and having control of their own life and making their own decisions about what they want to do with the body, but where it goes wrong is they start down that road and then somebody starts to abuse them. They don't pay the bill or whatever money is made, you know, the pimp or the boyfriend wants it turned over to them or half of it. Uh, They start to be threatened. They start to get themselves in difficult situations. They start to be given drugs or start using drugs. And in the end, their lives turn out in a bad way. And that has been the work over the last 10 years is to help the people, first of all, not to get into it, number one. And number two, to be able to understand how to get out of it, how to get services, how to get safe. Because once you're in that life and people are making a lot of money off you, they are not going to let you go. And that's one of the things that we saw. The Jerry Wang case out of San Gabriel that was operating out here in the Inland Empire, Empire, excuse me. He literally, that ring had between him and his girlfriend and his sisters had 50 different bank accounts in nine different banks. They are buying and selling real estate to launder the money made right here in the Inland Empire and send that back to China. And we saw the same case with the Sophia Navas case out of uh, Chino Hills. And that lady and her daughter were running a large scale ring in our community that had 20,000 sex ads. That's more than 100,000 sex acts. And that money, again, is not staying in our community. Those girls that are earning the money are not getting that money. It is going back to China. And we have just legalized this in our area. So I think it's very important that we began to have the hard conversation with our children, okay, so that they don't get caught up in it. So my name is Opal Singleton. This organization is called Million Kids. I hope you'll go to millionkids.org, hit that donate button, write to me at Opal at Million Kids. And the next section, I want to talk about how we kind of prepare our kids to live in this world where they, so that they don't end up being violated and they don't end up in a, in a world where somebody else is taking advantage of them and putting them in very difficult situations. So stay with us. We're going to be up against this break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet, more than 6 billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. 
If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is brought to you by millionkids.org. So as I've just shared with you, our world is about to change in a lot of different ways. This is, uh, you know, very, very upsetting to a person like myself that spent the last 12, 15 years trying to save kids and keep them out of this environment. You know, prior to this time, the most historically, the most likely young people that get caught up in prostitution or forced sex were foster kids, homeless kids, runaway and pregnant kids, and anybody who was willing to take chances on the Internet. And foster kids is easy to understand because, you know, they grow up and they get through puberty and they're looking around to see who likes them. And, uh, you know, all of us did it when we were 13. We all said, okay, you know, who's going to like me? Except we now give them social media. And so they are especially uh, vulnerable. And if you have foster kids in your church or your neighborhood, you know, be sure and bring in that family into your life, uh, into your church life. Give them some special attention. Maybe uh, help them if they don't have uniforms to play soccer or be in a dance outfit or something. Help them out. And what they're really looking for is inclusion. And that's exactly what pimps understand is these young people are out there and they're looking for recognition and inclusion. And that's usually where it starts, whether it starts online or in person. So many of you know that along with this, I was in the process of creating a film. Uh, You know, it's been a long, long time in coming. I'm now told the release date is October 5th. They're starting some premieres, which we'll talk about uh, this uh, this week. Uh, they'll be the premieres are actually going to be the first week of September, second week of September at Saddleback Church and USC, and uh, they will be then starting them across the U.S. What has taken so long on that film is that we wanted to break it down into ten minute segments for teachers and have talking points and like that. And we've done a, the producers done an agreement with uh, NECMEC, National Center for Missing Exploited Children. That's uh, John Walsh, America's Was Wanted Group. And they will be, they have a contract to get it into schools across America. And for little old me, that's a godsend because I wanted that, but I'm not that big to do that. And so rather than me to do a grassroots movement, we agreed to wait a bit and do it right to get it in the schools. And then it'll be coming out in the fall to families everywhere. But the thing that I come back to in every case is that we really have to stop and take a look at the value of parenting and raising your child to be right. And I mean this with all my heart. I 
I was somewhere the other day and this lady was almost apologizing that she was a stay at home mom to uh, teenagers. I'm like, are you kidding me? You are my hero that you are at home with your children when they need you most. And it's an interesting thing that I see because it really comes down to morality. And the more I've thought about the world we live in, the more I realize what a rare commodity that is these days. Because of the fact, and I, I do believe that social media has played a big role in this. Uh, I, so many kids don't believe in digital morality. They will tell you that what happens on the Internet isn't real. And that killing is real and that sex isn't real. And as you look at these things, you say, uh, you know, these kids believe that they can do what they want to do on the Internet without paying a price. I saw a couple of uh, statistics the other day that really got my attention. Uh, these, I believe, come from NECMEC, the NetSmart group, said 40 percent of high school students thought it was normal for people my age to share nude photos with each other, even if they've never sent one themselves. 40% of high school kids thought it was normal for people in high school to share nude photos, even though they haven't uh, done it themselves. And in fact, one in five kids ages 13 to 17 say it's okay to share a nude photo as long as you send it over an app that doesn't save it. So you see, they don't see the sending, the revealing of their body as being an issue. It's a whether or not you get caught or whether or not it is used by somebody else that might intercept it. And as I read that, I thought to myself, how sad. You know, I, I, can, I get all of this. I do. I'm as sickened as everybody else is when I watch the news. Because they will tell you that black is white and white is black and that doing wrong is OK as long as you don't get hurt and you don't get caught. And all of these are just the watering down of morality. And once you lose the value of who you are as a person, your personal values, what you stand for. Once you start taking shortcuts, it's kind of like, you know, water working on a sharp rock. In the beginning, the sharp rock is sharp. But every time it gets a little erosion, pretty soon it has no definition. And I'm going to take it right back to the basics on this. If you want your kid to not end up in sex trafficking or sending a nude photo where they get blackmail, I think we have to take it all the way back to the beginning where you begin to say to your young person, you know, you're starting to grow up and I'm proud of you and you have value. You are a chosen child of God and you get to decide what you're going to do with your life. And this is a very important discussion to have. This is not a thou shall not. This is about whether you want to build your castle on a rock or build your castle on sand. And we all know that Bible verse. 
And that really is the part that we're missing in our society. We see it all day long about, you know, catching this guy doing this. And, you know, we're seeing all this stuff about the drugs and the taking of money. And you see them storming into stores and taking whatever they want. And we see people crossing a border, breaking a federal law and our own leaders saying doesn't matter, really. And in fact, let's look the other way. And so any time that you have this thing where you begin to break laws or break moral values, then you're going to pay a price. And I cannot think of anything more important in a discussion than that very discussion. And I think it's important to have that related to specific cases. You know, those who value their own principles will not allow others to violate them anywhere at all, because they will say to themselves, this is not who I am. I don't take shortcuts. I want to be a leader. I want to be valuable. Just because others are doing something does not make it right, legal, or safe. This is not about whether or not you get caught or that others know that you did it. It's really about who you are. And I think that it's important to have a conversation with kids about character is kind of like building something with blocks. I always say every time you do what's right instead of what's easy, you gain strength. And if you think about building a house, if you're putting blocks in it and those blocks are solid blocks, and they're put together in order, that house will stand. But if you start to substitute in other things, plastic, other things in there that won't hold, it'll start to come apart. So I honestly think that your child, because now California has legalized street prostitution, your child is the first generation that will be online and can be talked to by millions of people they've never met. So this is literally a situation where you're going to have to decide how do you prepare your child to live in a world without borders and a world where they will tell you that black is white and white is black and that the California Safe Streets Act will not legalize prostitution. Nothing could be further from the truth. We really have to start to look at building strength of character for our children. I also think that it's important to talk to your kids about valuable relationships. You know, are you in a relationship where you're used or you're using someone else? You're not going to win. A healthy relationship is characterized by equal sharing of power and mutual respect. And I share with that with teenagers all the time. You know, if they want you to do something that you're not going to be proud of, who is going to win that? You're not. And you're going to have a reputation and you're going to have regret. If you have regrets, you shouldn't be doing it. It's really that simple. So it's time now to get our kids back to basics. We're up against that break. So stay with us. We're going to be right back. 
Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-934. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens. And she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and I've just racked my brain over the past 10 days to say to myself, what do we do to accommodate the things that are going on in our life and make it in such a way that we will still have children that don't end up being exploited or end up in a life of sex trafficking or like that. I share that with you because one of the things that I'll share is look at the TikToks and and have dialogue. For me, this is not about uh, wagging your finger and going thou shall not kind of thing. Certainly, there is plenty of room for no in life. And I'm not against the word no as a parent. We all need to understand that. But as our kids leave being prepubescent and they start into becoming teenagers, one of the most important things we can do is teach them healthy decision making and being able to understand their values. They are creating themselves. And uh, this was an exercise that I learned in my teenage years. You know, you really have the ability to be anything you want to be. You get to decide when you're 13, 14, 15 years old, are you a person that wants to take shortcuts? 
Are you a person who's disciplined? Do you like to accomplish things? Are you a strong leader in there? Do you believe that when people lie to you, you think less of them? And so therefore, you don't want to lie to others because that's a value that you cherish. So I share this because many of these kids are going to make their relationships online with people they have never met. And my experience is that these teenagers will use their sweet little tender hearts and they will approach a relationship. I've seen this over and over and over. And this is why prepubescent children should not be on the Internet, because they have tender little hearts and they don't want to make anybody mad. So when that man sends them a picture of kids playing or playing with a family pet or doing something that maybe they shouldn't be doing in that particular way, if they get that, they need to say, that's gross and I don't do that. But so many kids who are prepubescent want to please. And let me give you another sad story. Many pubescent kids want to please also that need to be included, that need to be recognized, that need to be discovered, can pay, then cause them to pay the greatest price of all. Talk to your kids about what makes up a good relationship. If they're telling you not to tell, you know, that's a hint right off the bat. You should be proud of what you're doing. You should be able to share it with everyone you know. And if you have to hide it, that's the first big red flag, mom and dad, to talk to your kids about that. If they're getting angry, somebody they met online is getting angry. It's amazing to me how many, especially seven, eight, nine, 10 year old kids, he uses anger and they get scared and they don't want him to be mad. And, and then they will do whatever without telling. And, and he has more control over your child than you do at that point. So if someone they meet online gets angry or trying to manipulate them or trying to get them to stay online, that's a big red flag. If they're trying to get them to do something, that's a big red flag. If they're making you feel guilty because you have other friends or other activities and you can't stay and talk to them, that's a red flag for your child. You know, all of these things we need to talk about what you can do to prepare your child to live in a world without borders. I honestly believe, and I know this is old fashioned on my part, but I think you start with a discussion of digital morality. You look at cases. And by the way, we post cases two or three times a day at millionkids.org. And these are cases where somebody's tricked a child into sending a photo and they end up sharing it with hundreds or thousands of other people. You see, our kids are living in this world that they don't understand. One of the, the uh, cases that we talked about and I send out, I do something called Million Kids Insider Alerts, where I analyze cases. And uh, about three weeks ago, we had an onslaught of just tragic cases. These were gorgeous young men. They were mostly 14 to 16 years old. 
And they got lured in thinking they were talking to some 14 young girl, 14 year old hot girl online and sent a photo of their private part. And the next thing, you know, they want thirty five hundred bucks. They're going to destroy them. That photo is going to everybody. And they did send it to a lot of other people. And these young men ended up killing themselves. And they were just incredibly fine young men. I think we got to get way ahead of that by being able to say, first of all, if you don't send that photo to anybody under any circumstances, the minute that photo goes online, even to someone, you know, you're in a blackmail prison and the odds of you getting caught, maybe not by the person you thought you sent it to, but they go off to these big rings and and these rings that in the cases of the young man who killed himself, One was a ring operating out of Pakistan, one from Ivory Coast and one from the Philippines. These are uh, rings of criminals halfway around the world that are tricking our kids into believing that they're sending off a photo to a cute young girl. And the next thing you know, their lives are changed. So as I look at the common denominator, I'm starting way back at the beginning. We must talk about digital morality just because it's online does not mean that it is not uh, real or that it isn't going to hurt you in some way that you're going to pay a price for it. Uh, Just because you don't see the person you're sending it to tells you right off the bat that you should be very careful. Well, all of these things are, you know, old fashioned ideas. I'm sure they don't sell too well in today's society, but I'm telling you that the more tech that we get, the more uh, dishonesty, the more untruth, and the more we're connected, the more stories we're given that makes us believe that it isn't real. And so we can take chances. This is going to change and redefine this next generation. And I believe that if you want your child to be a leader in this digital generation, that we have to start with the basics right off the bat. Okay, every time you do what's right instead of what's easy, you get character. And it's that simple. And the only way to get violated is to not do something where you can be exploited. Now, that isn't totally true because I have seen people who they take the head off of one photo and put it on another. But we have to have the strength of character in our kids that they'll come and talk to us about it should that happen. It is a whole new world out there. California is about to change in a way that I'm not proud of. Uh, But and our lives are changing because of technology and the political environment is one that's just awash with untruth and uh, half truths and and uh, total deceptions. And so I think we need to go back to the beginning and we say to our family for this family, we're going to do what's right, whether it's online, whether it's between us, we're going to do what's right. And that's the part that's important. That's how we build leadership for the next generation. My name is Opal Singleton, and this organization is called Million Kids. I hope this information has been helpful to you. It's some random thoughts I've had as we are fighting one of the biggest battles of our life here, as California is about to change dramatically. And I hate to see it, but we got to gird up and get ready. It's that simple. 
Just because they change the law doesn't mean that we quit being uh, preparing our kids to be leaders in a world without borders. More than ever, we need to bulletproof our kids and teach them to be the leaders. How we teach this generation of young people to live online with dignity in a way that honors them and glorifies God will set the stage for all generations to come. So if there's ever a call to leadership, it is right now. My name is Opal Singleton. If you want to write to me, write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. And at the same time, if you want to go online and sign up for our insider alerts or our newsletter, please go to millionkids.org. And while you're there, if you have it in your heart to support our work financially, I'll tell you what, we're a small but mighty organization. We make a difference and we need your funding to do that. And we appreciate your funding for helping us stay on the air and get this message out to everyone you know. So you folks have a great week, okay? Put your arms around your kids and let them know how proud you are of them. Look at your spouse and tell them you love them. And I'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet, more than 6 billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators.